Good evening, high school football fans. This is the High School Football America radio show for October the 12th, 2017. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. We've got a big weekend ahead of us in the Top 100, the High School Football America Top 100. That's created with our proprietary algorithm. We have seven big games featuring Top 100 versus Top 100 this week, including the big game in Miami, Florida this evening, where number 40 the Bulls of Northwestern taking on Carroll City, the defending 6A champs. You can follow that game live at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. All you have to do is go to HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com, click on the scores tab, you'll see our top 100 scoreboard live powered by ScoreStream drop down and you can follow that game along with the uh, other three games that are uh, in- involving top 100 teams tonight number 52 the Woodlands out of Texas putting their 2 and 1 record on the line against Westbrook in Oklahoma it's number 56 Owasso trying to keep rebounding from that loss a couple of weeks ago in double overtime to Union they have Southmore the Sabercats this evening and uh, the final game in the top 100 tonight is uh, Midway Number 82 out of Texas, out of Waco, taking on Colleen, the Kangaroos. And you can watch all of those games uh, as they go on our uh, ScoreStream live scoreboard. You ought to download the app before you go out to uh, your favorite game this weekend. You can uh, keep everybody informed with how your team is doing. You can also upload videos and photographs. It's a lot of fun. Get the app. Go to uh, Google Play or the iTunes Store. But it will be a great weekend of high school football across America. We even have some championship trophies being handed out uh, this weekend. The first two champs will be handed out in Alaska as the Division 2 and 3 brackets will uh, play their uh, championship games at Palmer High School in Alaska. The big schools, the Division 1 schools will, because uh, last year it used to be uh, big schools, medium schools, and small schools. It's been like that for a long time, but this year they switched it up to 1, 2, and 3. Uh, Soldatna, the top team in Alaska, going after its sixth straight state championship. The stars are good and they will play Palmer, but they have to play Palmer at home. So it'll be interesting uh, to see how the stars handle that state championship game. And in the Division Three championship game, which will be played Saturday, both of the games will be played on Saturday and you can follow them at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Barrow, the Whalers. Remember how they made national news years ago? Uh, it's the only school above the Arctic Circle. They've got polar bears that are just a couple of hundred yards uh, away from the football field there. The Jacksonville Jaguars, they gave them some blue turf to put down. Well, the Whalers are going to be playing for a state championship. They will be taking on Homer. That game uh, will be played also at Palmer High School. But uh just a, a fun weekend. We have a big game out here that we will be going to uh, tomorrow night. We will be on Facebook Live. Our Facebook, by the way, is facebook.com forward slash high school football America. But number one, top ranked modern day is going to take on number 15, St. John Bosco. We'll have a little bit more on that game coming up in just a little bit. Uh, before we get too deep into uh, what's going on in the top 100 this weekend, want to let you know that we have a big show tonight. We've expanded it. We've got uh, four nice interviews on the show this evening, and we're going to start things off with a young man out of Arkansas who had a huge game last Friday, plays for Pulaski Academy, uh, Pulaski number 87 in the High School Football America Top 100. They are the three-time defending champs in the state of Arkansas, and Lane Hatcher threw for 745 yards on Friday night, taking down uh, Little Rock Christian, a battle of unbeatens there, and Lane Hatcher is going to come on and talk about what was a uh, record-setting performance 
performance in Arkansas and almost the best ever in high school football as uh, he came up just a little shy. The 745 yards ranks third on the all-time list uh, in high school football. And you know there's been a lot of football games played uh, over the last 100-plus years. And Lane Hatcher will be joining us in just a little bit. Also on the show, we're going to be talking with the head coach of the number 80 team in the high school football America Top 100, the Harrisburg Cougars out of the middle part of Pennsylvania. And they have one of the best players in the country there. Micah Parsons, a two-way star. Uh, some say he could play uh, either offense or defense at the next level in the NCAA. He is considered the uh, fifth best overall college prospect right now by 24-7 sports. Uh, great defensive end, but he's also a real good running back. And uh, his head coach, Cal Everett, is going to come on the show here tonight and talk about uh, rebuilding that uh, that proud program there. They had a, a, a pretty good stretch of some down years, but the Cougars now going real well, 6-0 and coming into this weekend, and they are ranked number 80 in the High School Football America Top 100, and we're going to wrap up with the show with a real good um, uh, interview here, or interviews, I should say, uh, Jason Strunk, who writes the turnaround blog for us here at High School Football America. He's been doing it since 2012, the head coach at Lubbock that he's trying to turn around there. They, they've had their struggles through the years, uh, four-plus decades of not making the playoffs, except for one year. Strunk, he did it, and uh, we were able to follow that uh, on the blog. But uh, he's going to be joined uh, in the interview tonight by uh, Max Catwinkle, the head coach at Lubbock Cooper High School. They will play each other tomorrow night. And these guys uh, really kind of uh, epitomize what the uh, coaching fraternity is all about. They uh, they enjoy each other's company. They break bread uh, with their wives. They go out. Uh, they went out this past weekend, uh, Strunky wrote in the last blog, and uh, had dinner together. And they're going to talk about uh, the relationship that they have there. Yeah, they're going to try and beat each other, beat each other's brains out tomorrow night. But uh, it really kind of uh, shows you what high school football coaching is all about. So we're going to have them on the back end of the show, and that will be a lot of fun. Hey, we talked about uh, our Facebook page. Make sure you also follow us on Twitter. HSFB America is the way to follow us when we're away from the microphone here. And uh, it's uh, always like to interact with you guys, whether it's on Facebook or Twitter. Feel free to ask your questions. We've got a couple of poll questions going on out there right now. Who's going to win the big game out here in Southern California between modern day and um, St. John Bosco. We also have one going in Jersey there. Uh, the big game uh, will be played Saturday there and uh, I'll tell you what, each and every week we've had some great games going on in New Jersey. This weekend uh, is going to feature um, two games within the top 100. I think we've had that over the last two or three weekends to be honest where we've had a couple of top 100 matchups each weekend. Uh, the big game on Saturday that I'm talking about uh, pits number 25, St. Peter's Prep taking on Bergen Catholic. Uh, St. Peter's Prep has played well over the last two weekends, especially in the second half as they've had to fight back from being down against ranked opponents against Paramus Catholic a couple of weeks ago. That was a rematch of the non-public Group 4 championship from last year. And then last week against uh, DePaul Catholic, St. Peter's Prep had to come back. They went for two with under a minute to go and then had to uh, hope and pray that a uh, a short field goal by uh, DePaul wouldn't go through. It didn't. St. Peter's walked away with a 22-21 victory. Bergen Catholic uh, coming off of its bye week, uh, hopefully got some health there. And uh, I'll tell you what, 
One of our uh, new partners, and we're really enjoying this partnership, uh, Sports Pass, is uh, using all of the High School Football America top 100 regional and statewide rankings. Uh, they do great audio. Uh, they're on uh, over 100 stations in 46 different markets around the country, and uh, Sports Pass is doing some special audio for this game. So uh, we're tweeting out uh, Sports Pass all week long. Their handle, follow them. It is Sports Pass One, the number one. Not spelling out one sports pass one they have some great coverage uh, leading up to the game and they will also have uh, some post game coverage as we will as well but that's a big one in Jersey along with Pope John the 23rd uh, which entered the uh, rankings this week at 98 after crushing number uh, former number 52 Paramus Catholic last weekend the Lions will continue to try and climb that top 100 ladder this weekend they face St. Joseph Regional out of Montvale uh, St. Joe's ranked number 46 again we've got seven big matchups in the top 100 this weekend. We talked about uh, Miami's Northwestern taking on uh, Carroll City tonight. Uh, the other games that are going on, and, and again, we mentioned modern day St. John Bosco. We're going to have a little bit more on that coming up in just a second once we get through all the big top 100 matchups in Georgia. Number four, Grayson taking on number 95, Archer. A battle of unbeatens there in that one. In Texas, there's a good old backyard brawl, as they say, in, uh, in Austin is number 36 Lake Travis, the defending state champs, taking on number 61 Westlake. Uh, Lake Travis has had the upper hand in this uh, series uh, over the last uh, four or five years. Last year, uh, uh, Lake Travis handing Westlake two losses in the season. Uh, they beat them during the regular season and then in the uh, state quarterfinals. So that's a big game. And uh, the other top 100 matchup will be in Florida. New team to the uh, High School Football America top 100, Cardinal Gimmids, coming in at number 99, taking on number 10 American Heritage out of Plantation, Florida. Uh, a lot of shakeups, and you can go to highschoolfootballamerica.com. We're not going to go through all the top 100 here, but uh, a lot of people asking, you know, what has been going on over the last two weeks? The algorithm has been tested, that's for sure. Two weeks ago, we had number five, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, uh, being beaten in Arizona by Centennial. Uh, not only did that knock St. Thomas Aquinas down, but it also brought down St. John Bosco, which was sitting pretty at number six with a, a, a a close overtime loss to STA in the season opener, 9-3. So it dragged uh, Bosco down 10, 10 points from 6 to 16. Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas dropped all the way down to number 29. They climb up to number 26 this week. But uh, the one that shocked the uh, the rankings, the algorithm this week, was Gonzaga's win over former number 15 DeMatha last week. And uh, Gonzaga out of Washington, D.C. comes into the rankings at number 90 and drops DeMatha down uh, 23 spots they tumbled to number 38 uh, but what it also did and again this this same thing happened with Centennial beating STA is uh, Vieira gets pulled in out of Florida into the rankings at number 89 you would say well why is that well Vieira is the only team to defeat Gonzaga this year back on September 1st they beat him 21-6 so that's what the algorithm does it breaks out on field action and um Vieira is a good team. Only lost this year to Coco, uh, which is number 32 this week in Florida, or in the top 100, but they're from Florida. Uh, they climbed three spots this week, so uh, Vieira lost to them in overtime. So uh, we're really getting down to the nitty-gritty here and having some fun watching the algorithm uh, separate out who's the best. And right now, Florida and Texas both have 14 teams in the High School Football America Top 100. Again, we have a, a big game tomorrow night that we're going to be at. We're going to be doing our Facebook Live from... Um 
Torrance El Camino College there will have uh, some tailgating going on. We'll be doing some some neat stuff out there at the game. If you haven't been uh, on our Facebook over the last three weekends, we've been doing a live scoreboard show from our studios here in Southern California. But this week we're going to go out there and give you some uh, pregame activity, uh, grab a couple of interviews for you. It should be fun. So tune in to us on uh, Facebook.com forward slash High School Football America. And uh, if you're out there and you're taking some shots or doing some stuff, make sure you uh, you tag us and we will uh, tweet out whatever you have. Wherever you are around the country, we like to interact with you guys, so feel free to uh, uh, do that. It's again HSFB America. That's our handle on Twitter. Again, Facebook is facebook.com forward slash high school football America. Now let's talk about the showdown out here in Southern California between number one Modern Day and St. John Bosco. Last year, these two met twice during the regular season. Modern Day came back in the second half to take down St. John Bosco 26 21. And that game snapped St. John Bosco's streak of four straight Trinity League championships. But then come December, it was all St. John Bosco as they ended up defeating Modern Day in the CIF Southern Section Division I championship game at Angel Stadium. Uh, that game was a blowout, and uh, that uh, led Bosco uh, to uh, go on to win the uh, state championship a couple of weeks later in the Open Division as they took down uh, De La Salle from the northern part of the state. But St. John Bosco uh, hoped to get itself back on track. One interesting thing is their quarterback situation, and we're going to talk about that in just a second, but let's start with the top-ranked team, JT Daniels, the uh, super junior quarterback. Uh, He came into the season with 100 touchdown passes in his first two years. He began starting as a freshman. He's already tossed 22 this year with only one pick. Uh, JT Daniels not always playing the full game uh, because they've been able to blow teams out um, so handily, outscoring opponents coming into this one, 290 92 points to 91. JT Daniels, 102 out of 141. That's a 72.3% completion percentage. And uh, JT Daniels has a lot of weapons to go to. Seven different receivers have caught touchdown passes this year. Uh, and at the beginning of the year, Amonra St. Brown, one of the top players in the country, uh, sat out. He didn't get to play until the Bergen Catholic game, which was uh, week four. And he, he already has um, 16 catches for six touchdowns. And uh, Nico Remigio uh, leads the team with uh, eight catches. Uh, I'm sorry, 27 catches with eight touchdown uh, receptions. So uh, he's got a lot of weapons. And the big thing, too, is that Modern Day can run the football, and that just makes the passing game that much better. Uh, Coming into uh, the action on Friday night, uh, Modern Day has run the ball for 165 yards. That's their average per game. Shakobi Harper leading the way with 491 yards on the ground. And uh, I'll tell you, it's one of the best teams. I I think I said this a couple of weeks ago, maybe said it last week, and may say it a lot through, depending what they do Friday night. Uh, Modern Day is by far one of the best teams I've ever seen in my 40 plus years of covering high school football uh, offensively they're they're pretty much flawless defensively they're young they had to replace a lot of players but they swarm and they hit it's it's a good football club and St. John Bosco is going to be able to bring its best I remember last year when we had uh, coach Bruce Rollinson and Jason Negro on the show uh, Rollo who's been around for a long time a legendary coach has coached uh, you know uh, people like Matt Barkley and Matt Leinert uh, said he he loves matching wits with uh, Jason Negro who always does a little something uh, in the game that makes things different last year in the championship game for 
For example, uh, now at Ohio State, Wyatt Davis, they, they moved him from tackle to guard, and that made a huge difference in the victory in the, uh, the uh, CIF Division I championship game. So uh, Rollo knows that Coach Negro is going to have something in store. And, and, and that's a good segue into the fact that last week against Orange Lutheran, the Braves used a two-headed quarterback attack. Real Mitchell, who is Iowa State-bound, uh, was uh, going every other series with super sophomore DJ Ugalele, and uh, he is 6'4", 240 pounds, and trust me, I'm not going to be saying his name all that much here on the show tonight, because I don't want to screw it up, but anyway, uh, DJ came, that's what we're going to call him, DJ. DJ came into the game uh, on September 23rd against St. John, uh, St. John's in Washington, D.C., and the Braves were down 17-7 in the fourth quarter, and uh, Ugalele, he was able to um, engineer two touchdown drives that ended up giving the Braves the victory on the road in Washington, D.C., and then last week, Coach Negro decided they were going to really mess things up because, you know, Real Mitchell is a sprinter who plays quarterback, just such a great, great speed guy there, and then uh, DJ is a a strong-arm guy, can toss the ball 75, 80 yards in the air, and they were rotating back and forth, and that was the uh, the key in the second-half defeat of Olu last week by a score of 42-21, but um, earlier this week, Real Mitchell said on Twitter that he had an undisclosed injury. Yesterday, Coach Negro said that uh, he has not been cleared to play by a medical profession professional. So uh, DJ Ugalele will get his first start as uh, as a sophomore. He already has, I think he's got 10 or maybe now 11 uh, collegiate offers, uh, Alabama, USC. This, this kid's a stud. I remember uh, seeing him last year out there as a freshman during one of the, uh, the fall camps. And uh, big kid, big boy, and he can really, really wing it. So he is going to get the start. No uh, Real Mitchell. Now, of course, we can also say maybe Maybe uh, Coach Negro's, uh, you know, kind of sandbagging it up here a little bit. Maybe maybe Real will play tomorrow night. We'll have to see. We'll have that news for you when we get to the game tomorrow night. Tune in on Facebook Live at uh, facebook.com forward slash high school football America. So it's, it's going to be fun to watch this game. The only loss this year uh, by the Braves was against St. Thomas Aquinas, 9-3 in overtime, and they had a shot to win that. And uh, this is always a great matchup. So uh, expect a packed house tomorrow night. It's the home game for the Braves. They are still uh, redoing their home stadium. Uh, they said it's a blackout tomorrow night, so it should be fun. A raucous crowd, and we'll have all the, the, the live pre-game and during the game and post-game for you at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com and live on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash HighSchoolFootballAmerica. Well, that gives you a good taste of what's going on uh, throughout the country. Games going on tonight. Make sure you keep up with them on our live state-by-state scoreboards powered by ScoreStream. Just go to HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Click on scores. You've got a live top 100 board and a state-by-state scoreboard powered by ScoreStream, which gets us to all of our partners. Uh, we'll begin with, uh, well, we've already done, already done ScoreStream. So let's go to Echo. Get instant replay on your sidelines with Echo 1612. You can get to all of our partners by clicking on their banner ads at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Coaches making instant replay for coaches. Yes, this is a great tool. There are imitators out there. Make no mistake about it, but Echo 1612 was the first. It's the best. Check them out at echo1612.com. Also brought to you by Crossover. Breaking down your game film better than anybody out there. It is compatible with Huddle and does a better job than Huddle Assist. You can get to 
a free demo when you go to highschoolfootballamerica.com and click on their banner ad. That's crossover with a K, K-R-O-S-S-O-V-E-R.com. And also brought to you tonight by the good folks at Southern Sport, the debris inhibitor razor, keeping those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes. They get everywhere, you know it, and they hurt too. The uh, debris inhibitor razor keeps those away from your feet, gives you the uh, comfort throughout the game. Players come in over 20 great colors, and if you use the special code HSFA for High School Football America, you will be able to get a special discount of 30% on your order. You will love this American-made product. It's durable. It's washable. You will not be disappointed, and you can also wear it on grass. It looks great as spatting. As I said, it keeps the pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes and gives you the great look of spatting without that high cost of tape. And brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Once again in 2017, High School Football America and USA Today High School Sports teaming up to give you great national high school football coverage, plus coverage specifically from Southern California. Check them out at usatodayhss.com. All right, going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to head to the state of Arkansas. Lane Hatcher, I wonder if his arm's still sore. 745 yards passing, third on the all-time list in America. He tossed the ball around the lot a lot, uh, amassing 86 points for the Bruins, who are ranked number 67 in the High School Football America Top 100. Pulaski Academy's Lane Hatcher, when we come back, this is High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, You'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, 
and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's game film breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can and see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K.com forward slash football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Once again in 2017, High School Football America is teaming up with USA Today High School Sports to give you great national high school football coverage and coverage specifically here in Southern California. Check them out at usatodayhss.com. Well, if you were reading highschoolfootballamerica.com over the weekend, you saw a, uh, a game that had some incredible numbers in it as uh, Pulaski Academy out of Arkansas, number 67 in the latest High School Football America. America Top 100 uh, put up some amazing numbers in an 86-56 win over Little Rock Christian, a battle of unbeatens, and the quarterback of the team, Lane Hatcher, set a state record for passing yards in a game with 745 yards, uh, 36 of 46 with six touchdowns. He is, uh, according to uh, our count when we looked at the NFHS all-time list, third all-time in uh, in the nation. Uh, high school football's been played a long time, and uh, Lane is uh, number three on that list for passing yards, and right now he's on the line to talk about what was a, a big night on Friday night. Welcome to the show, Lane. Oh, thanks for having me, Jeff. Happy to be here. Yeah, it, it's fun, and I, I joked before we started rolling tape here, is your arm sore? <laughs> let's, let's go with a more legitimate <laughs> question, which is, uh, now that you hear those numbers in your ears, and I know you've read them several times, and there's probably been a lot of talk about it, uh, what comes, comes to your mind when you hear those record-setting numbers right now? 
Um, it's it's cool to see it's cool to see that happening. But uh, you know, have the goal. You know, uh, our goal is always just to uh, play great as a team and uh, do whatever we have to do to win. And uh, our 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 every game goal is to score every time we get the ball. And we're pretty close to doing that. Scored thirteen to fourteen drives. So that's the main goal of what we have every week. Yeah, and I think I also read from the the game before. You're now at uh, 21 out of 22 possessions, and uh, we'll, we'll get to some of the things that are a little unorthodox that maybe the listeners don't know about out there about not punting and onside kicks and all that. But um, tell us a little bit about the game plan going into that. Like you said, the idea is to get into the end zone. That that's the, the thing. But I mean, at, at what point did it click on Friday night that oh my gosh, mm-hmm. the, these yards are coming at a at a fever pitch? Right, right. Uh, we weren't sure what they were going to do to us uh, defensively, so and we we prepared for a couple different things, and they came out with something that we hadn't seen before. They were only rushing uh, three guys most of the time and dropping eight back in coverage. So first half, we were running the ball a lot. I think we ran for 200 yards, I think, in the game, which is a lot, and I think we broke our school record for the most runs in a game. Uh, so... So once we saw that, we we didn't think we were going to be throwing it absolute time. We thought we were going to roll out and run in good bits. They weren't they weren't attacking that, and they were trying to make us run the ball. So we were going to, we were going to do our best to run the ball. Seven hundred forty-five yards later, Lane Hatcher is on High School Football America tonight, uh, talking about what was an incredible eighty-six fifty-six win over uh, Little Rock Christian, number sixty-seven, as I said, in the uh, High School Football America top one hundred, three-time defending state champs in Arkansas. It's just a great program there, and uh, let's let's uh, kind of take take the listeners into the kind of the sideline conversation with your receivers. I know that uh, one of them had uh, over three hundred twenty-five yards uh, receiving a, a, a touchdown. Tell me a little bit about what you guys were talking about all, as all this was going on and, and tell me a little bit about uh, the, the receivers by name so the listeners can know it was more than just you <laughs> tossing the football right 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 I got I've got um, probably six six great receivers right now uh, I think we've got four seniors right now starting that receiver uh, three seniors and a junior and we rotate some other guys in but they all know this system so well Trey Johnson is the receiver that went for uh, over 300 yards but Matt Lynch had a couple touchdowns. Nathan Bioni scored a 91-yard touchdown. So those guys just know what they're doing so well now that it makes it so much easier on me. They bailed me out of a lot of trouble just um, seeing the field so much better now that they're older and wiser and know what's going on. So it's great having a group of guys like that around you that you know are going to be where they're supposed to be at all times. Yeah, absolutely, and we're talking to Lane Hatcher tonight from uh, Pulaski Academy in Arkansas, uh, uh, a record-setting night in the state, and uh, almost got the the national record with 745 yards passing, and and, and I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about those big guys up front, because you said you were able to run the ball early in the game, and obviously giving you the protection, so let's uh, give those guys a little props, because they're the ones that allow you to do that. Right, right. Uh, My my own lines, we've got uh, SEC committed left tackle, uh, we've got a kid going to Air Force at center, Alan Moore and Luke Jones. And then we've got uh, uh, another senior from uh, guard, 24 Aguilar. He's a great he's a great guy. He's a little bit undersized. He's smart and he knows what he's doing, so he takes care of his job. And we got uh, two new guys on the right side, right, right tackle. And uh, they're doing great and they're doing a great job. This is what Coach Kelly thinks is one of the best lines in uh, uh, school history. I, I agree with them wholeheartedly. These guys. If you watch the film, I mean, there were plays where I stood back there for 10 seconds 
didn't have anybody even close to me. They did a great job in running the ball. They were really excited that they got to do some run blocking more than some pass blocking this week, I think. And uh, they were they were extremely excited to get you run downfield and knock some guys on their back. Kevin Kelly, the uh, head coach of uh, Pulaski Academy, who uh, Lane Hatcher just mentioned there, has uh, has gotten a lot of national attention because uh, of not punting and onside kicks after scores and all that. Uh, what's it like to play in a system like that and, and, and know that, you know, little tiny Pulaski is getting all this, uh, uh, all this publicity around the nation? I mean, I think I've seen you on just about every show out there or written about and all that. What's it like to play for that? And tell a little bit to, to the listeners about the tradition you guys have there. I mean, it's not just – it's not a gimmick. You guys win state championships like i said three in a row to this point yes sir um you know i've, I've been in it my whole life i've gone to pa since uh since i was three years old so it's all i've known it's it's weird to me that people don't uh not punt it's weird to me that people do punt and that they kick it deep i i don't i don't get it i don't understand it and uh so it's it's pretty cool to see the tradition and culture we have here we expect to win and, and every friday it's a it's a great show to come out to PA on Friday nights in Little Rock, Arkansas, because, I mean, it's exciting. It's fun to watch. It's never boring. Um, and it's going to be exciting. You're going to be jumping out of your seat quite a bit. And it's a culture of just winning and doing things different as long as it's smart. If it got up, we're going to do it. And and I would assume uh, it's pretty tight. Like, uh, you know, you, you said you've been there since, you know, you were a young kid and all that. I would assume a lot of you guys have come up together, right? So it's a pretty tight situation on the team. Right, uh, more than a majority of the team uh, has been here since probably first, second grade. Uh, a lot of us have grown up together, and it's great to see us all getting uh, bigger opportunities and, and, and winning, and that's, that's the main thing for us. We just want to win. We just want to win football games, no matter how it comes. And it's, it's cool to see us from being little kids now. Everybody's uh, looking up to us as the older guys, and uh, it's awesome to see the success show. Talking with Lane Hatcher, the uh, quarterback of Pulaski Academy in um, in Arkansas, thirty six of forty six, six touchdowns, seven hundred forty five yards, third all time on the uh, high school football list in America records. Uh, Matt Miller of Dubois holds the record. You just missed that at seven hundred eighty seven yards. Um, what what was it like afterwards um, with family and 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 just the, your, your teammates and all that? What was that celebration? Did you do anything special afterwards, or was it just like let's get ready for next week? Start getting ready for next week. Yeah. Uh, it was a big rivalry game, so that was more of the celebration. It's a, it's a big crosstown rival, but the, the statistics, no, uh, that wasn't a celebration. Uh, we were just happy that we win. That's our only goal. We're, we're never looking at numbers. But it was cool to see uh, see um, I'm up there with some of those people, but really it was, all right, let's go. we got another game to play. It's, it's on the next week. we got to refocus. And because of the tradition that you guys have there in the state championships and what uh, Coach Kelly has, has, has brought upon you, I mean, do you, you guys kind of always feel like when you're going into the games there's a, there's a bullet, you know, a, a bullseye on you that, that, you know, there's everybody wants to beat you guys? I mean, is that the feeling you kind of get? Exactly. Uh, we talk about that uh, all the time, probably a couple of times a week. Um, you know, we're no, we know we're going to get everybody's best bet when they come to play us because they know PA is the team to beat. And with such a great group of guys here, it's true. Um, people leave a bad night, it's going to be against somebody else's best night. And that's, the way, that's what we always talk about. They're always coming with us with everything they got because they know if they can beat PA, then that's a great accomplishment for them.
Yeah, you guys. Yeah, you guys are number sixty-seven in the high school football America top one hundred right now, and obviously, state championships important. Getting through the regular season healthy and all that. But what are some of the things you, as one of the leaders on this team, talking about? The things that you need to do, you know, coming down the stretch, getting ready for the postseason, to know that you're ready to to defend that title. Um, right. Uh, we, we've we've been there before, so we know what it takes. So we've kind of got an idea of where we need to be each week and. Each time we've got great coaches that are going to get us there mentally. It's just um, executing their game plan. The coaches, they're going to do the best game plan in the country without a doubt. It's just a matter of us executing what they put in front of us. And if we can do that, we'll be just fine. Well, congratulations on what was an incredible night, not only for you, but your teammates. Like I said, you can't do it without somebody catching the ball or blocking for you. So congratulations on that. Continued success throughout the year. And look forward to seeing how high you can climb in our top 100. Good luck next week and with the rest of the season. Thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank you. Very welcome. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, 
And for that extra Bigfoot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K.com forward slash football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Once again in 2017, High School Football America and USA Today High School Sports teaming up to give you great national high school football coverage and coverage specifically from Southern California. Check them out at usatodayhss.com. Well, longtime listeners of this show know I say this every time I go back to the home state. Uh, You can take the boy out of Pennsylvania, but not Pennsylvania out of the boy. There's a great story going on in the middle part of the country there at Harrisburg High. The Cougars up to number 80 in the High School Football America Top 100. They got into the Top 100 early in the season, and they've been there, and they're not not going anywhere, having outscored uh, their opponents 300 to 26. They've got one of the best players players in the country, but they've got more depth than uh, just Micah Parsons and uh, Cal Everett, who's in his seventh year with the Cougars, has built this team uh, in a lot of great ways, and they are now uh, ready to uh, try and one-up what they did last year, which was a state runner-up, losing to Archbishop Wood in the state championship game, and Coach Everett's on the line right now to talk about all the great things going on there in Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show, Coach. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Thank you for having me on the show. That's great to have you on here. Like I said, been watching from afar, but know exactly what you've done. And I think I'm going to dial it back a little bit to when you took over for uh, Coach uh, Chomp, George Chomp, the legendary coach that had a couple of stints there at Harrisburg and obviously coached at the collegiate level. But I know that that first year wasn't great for you, a, a one and nine start. You were a young coach at that time. I think you were 32. Can you take me back to, to then and kind of say what you did to set your foundation that has you where you guys are right now, uh, seven years later? Oh, that first year, it was, it, it was, it was a rough year, but, uh, you know, I had to, you know, I had to, you know, sort of lay the groundwork, uh, you know, and let everyone know that, you know, I'm the new head coach now and, you know, things are going to be done a little differently. Uh, not to say that things were, weren't done, you know, the right way, you know, before then, but I just had to, you know, 
lay the foundation down. And uh, it was tough at first, but, you know, eventually, you know, I started to get some buy-in and, uh, and here we are now, seven years later. Yeah, doing a great thing, Nebrady, in the High School Football America Top 100, Harrisburg High in Pennsylvania. I, I mentioned Coach Chomp, and, and, and obviously you, you coached under him, and I know he was a big champion of you. What did you learn from him that kind of helped you make that you know, adjustment? Because it's a big leap from going from you know, a, an assistant coach to the HC. Oh, absolutely. Coach Chomp, I mean, he did so much for my coaching career. I mean, he's the one that you know just called me up fresh out of fresh out of college and, uh, you know, offered me a coaching position. And from that point on, you know, he's just been a great mentor to me. And to this day, I still call him and I get advice from him. And, uh, you know, he's just a great man, great coach. Harrisburg Cougars 6-0 and right now at this point playing great football. And let's kind of dive into, um, you know, this season. But, but again, I'm going to dial it back a little bit. You guys, you know, made what I think a lot of people thought was a surprising run to the, the state championship game last year, uh, certainly not coming out the way you had hoped to. What, what part of last year's end has played a role in this year's start? Meaning, is that something you talked about? Like, hey, we're not going to let that happen. Let's go to the next step. Or, or how did you kind of use those words? Uh, it was, you know, last year was sort of, I don't know if you want to say like our, our breakout, you know, we, we finally got a taste of it. You know, we know how it feels, we know how it looks. Uh, so, you know, we, we try to take the some positives out of, uh, you know, that game last year in the state championship finals. Uh, but that, that was the biggest thing. I know, you know, it left a sort of a bitter taste in a lot of our mouths and, uh, we're just trying to you know, get back there and, and end up on the opposite end this time. <laughs> Gal Everett on the line from uh, Harrisburg High School in Pennsylvania, number 80 right now in the High School Football America Top 100. Um, a lot of a lot of spotlight there because of your, your, your top player, but you've got more than Micah Parsons, but I guess that's where we'll start, and then we'll get some of the other kids in here. Uh, Micah, I think uh, last time I looked, number five overall recruit in the country. He's playing both ways for you. That's the thing that, that kind of surprises me, but before we get into to that, Let's talk about, you know, your analysis. You know, how good is Micah? What's his upside? And how does he fit into this team and help you be where you are right now? Oh, Micah. I mean, honestly, sky's the limit for that young man. I've never seen a kid uh, as athletic and as talented as uh, Micah is. Uh, You know, there's literally almost, you know, I don't think there's anything that he cannot do on a football field. I mean, you know, he does so much for our football team. and I can't even put it to you in words. Right now, just give a couple of stats to the listeners out there. I think I saw a last look on Max Preps, 11.5 tackles for loss, 7.5 sacks. And then we go to the offense where he's got 16 touchdowns, 9.2 yards per carry. In, in a day and age of, of specialization in football where you know guys are not going both ways, what, what's your take on, on Micah doing that? How do you utilize him and, and, and keep him fresh on both sides of the ball? Well, we make sure, you know, uh, on offense we – we give him, you know, we have a really, really talented young running back in back of him uh, named Jameer Plant, and we make sure Jameer gets a lot of work in and gives him a lot of blows. So, you know, we do a good job, you know, subbing him and uh, Micah in and out on offense. And then on defense, he knows, you know, that's his thing, defense. But, uh, you know, one thing that a lot of people need to know and understand is that Micah, you know, he, he's not even playing a lot of times the second half of games. Uh, you know, so those numbers, 16 touchdowns and how many ever yards, like he's not even playing, you know, the second half of games. He's playing one, two quarters of, of a football game. Uh, but the biggest thing is, like, you know, we just try to control his minutes, and and uh, we have a lot of other talented young men, you know, that can step right in, and, you know, just keep him fresh. 
yeah, you guys have, have rolled in a lot of your games. And I know probably as a coach, you're looking at, you know, when you get into the postseason, you're not going to have those, you know, uh, big blowout victories. So you got to get those guys in shape. Let's let's talk about some of the other players and, and let's stay on offense. I know I, I've read about your quarterback, uh, Yamir Wilkerson, who's, uh, you know, had had a fine career there. Uh, you've got a, a great uh, receiver in Shaquan Anderson, uh, Butts, uh, Penn State commit. Tell, tell the people a little bit about your skill players there because they've done some great things in offense this year. Oh, my skill players, they, they are phenomenal. Uh, I've never had a group of skill players, you know, uh, like this. I mean, they, I mean, they, they are top notch and, you know, it starts with, you know, it goes, you know, down from Micah, uh, to Shaquan Anderson Butts, who's, you know, who's an Under Armour, uh, doing playing Under Armour game. He's a Penn State commit. Uh, you know, he plays wide receiver for us. And, you know, this year he's playing defense. He's playing outside linebacker, strong safety, and he is playing phenomenally on offense and defense. Uh, then go to our quarterback, Donner Wilkerson. He's a, you know, he's a three-year starter now. Uh, he's just, you know, he operates our offense, and you know, he just does a great job making sure guys are where they're supposed to be, getting lined up, and just controlling the pace of everything. Uh, then from there, we have we have uh, Ronald Kent, who right now is a Delaware State commit. He was just recently offered by James Madison University. He's also one of the fastest uh, sprinters in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, ran a ten-seven. Uh, back in the state finals. Then uh, I have Donnell Henriquez, who has, more, he has, I think, 11 or 12 offers, a lot of uh, F- FCS schools. Uh, he plays defensive back and uh, wide receiver for me. Uh, who else do we have? We have Jameer Plant, who I think is the next up-and-coming running back in the state of Pennsylvania. He's a sophomore right now. He's a significant time last year as a freshman, and he's doing a great job this year as a sophomore. I just see him continue to uh, develop. Uh I have a guy, first-year football player on my team now, wide receiver, who's starting, just came out of nowhere, that's really opening my eyes and a lot of eyes within our conference, named Nareef Quinn. Uh, he's 6'2", about 180 pounds, but uh, he has hands out of this world. Uh, I have another uh, 2019 guy, uh, Ryan L. Gant, who's starting to get a lot of uh, FBS attention. He hasn't received an offer yet, but he's our starting free safety, and he plays uh, in the slot for us as well. He does multiple things. Uh, who else? Yeah, we I don't just have so many talented guys. <laughs> you do. You've got some. And, and and what I'm not going. We don't want to get misses any kids at all. But I, I'm a guy that and and people that have been on the show. You've never been on it before. They what they love about me is I don't forget about those guys up front because you know everybody's looking at those skill guys. They, they can throw it, can catch it, can run. But I think I read in your your win last week, which was in, impressive against Chambersburg. You scored over 80 points in in that victory. I think it was 82 to three. Uh, you you didn't have two of your offensive linemen, so evidently you've got some talent up front. Let the, let's get the big guys' names in there. Oh, absolutely. Starting right tackle, he's a three-year starter. Uh, Deontay Payne, I mean, he's just phenomenal. Uh, two weeks ago, he was our offensive MVP just on the offensive line. And he's, you know, he's sort of undersized. You know, he'll probably be playing defense at the next level. He plays linebacker for me, but he's a three-year starter. He plays on offensive line. He does a great job. Uh, next to him, we have Fernando Genoa, who's a two-year starter now, and he's you know he put on about 30, 40 pounds this year in the offseason, got bigger and stronger. He's doing a great job. Uh, at center, I have Corey Jett, who you know this is his first year playing center, but you know he's five ten, three hundred pounds, and he's doing a phenomenal job with snapping and just you know controlling the line of scrimmage up front. I have two-year starter uh, Jeffrey Jeffrey Chisholm uh, at, at left guard. He's doing a phenomenal job as well. And at left tackle, I have a 
have a big guy. He's about 6'3", 6'4", 340 pounds. This is only his second year playing football, and, man, is he doing a great job. I mean, his name is Tyre Butler. He is doing a great job. Now, to, to piggyback off of uh, last week, we had two two guys out. We had Jeffrey Chisholm out and uh, Tyre Butler Stern out with some minor knee injuries, but uh, they'll, they'll be back this week. But I had a I had uh, Javon Mansfield plug in for those guys, and he did a great job at guard. Then I had a true, I had a freshman, about six foot four, two hundred and seventy pound freshman get in. And he, he, that kid, he didn't miss a beat. His name is uh, Lane Brandon. So I, you know, I have some depth there, and oh, yeah. uh, you know, it just makes us that much stronger. <laughs> yeah, it makes you look that much more intelligent too, doesn't it? <laughs> Cal yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Cal and there's, a, there's another guy I want to make sure I mention too. Our, our uh, you know, we have a linebacker named uh, Andre White. He's about 6'3", 225 pounds. He's already received offers from Rutgers and Temple, and man, is he is he a ball player? He well, plays tight end and middle linebacker for us. Well, that that's a good segue. Uh, we're talking with Cal Everett, uh, Harrisburg High's uh, <laughs> coach right now, uh, number eighty in the high school football America top one hundred. Let's flip it over to the other side. Uh, I, I'm sure Micah takes a lot of attention <laughs> up, which which helps you out with the other guys and all that. You can kind of kind of just blow in there on people. Only twenty four, twenty six points allowed this year. So let's let's go on on that defensive side and get some of the kids in there that you're really like. Like and not only on-field performance, but leadership. Oh man, defensively, I have so many great guys on the defensive side of the ball. And just just for note, just for the note of it, we've only given up one touchdown with our first group so far. There one touchdown, uh, seven points, seven points uh, with the first defense. But uh, you know, obviously, it starts up front with uh, Mike at defensive end, and then we have uh, we have Deontay Nichols, who's a first-year football player playing defensive end, and Carmani Williams. Uh, playing defensive end as well. Then in, inside we have Dijon Grady, who's six two, three hundred and fifteen pounds, and we had Jeff Jeffrey uh, Chisholm also uh, playing defensive tackle. And then our linebackers is Deontay Payne, who also doubles up at offensive tackle, and Andre White, who also plays tight end. They're, they're controlling the middle. And then our two outside linebackers uh, are Jai Bernie. I mean, he does a phenomenal job. Not a very tall kid, but, man, is he tough and physical. And our other outside linebacker slash strong safety is Shaquan Anderson Butts, who's also our receiver in Penn State commit. And then on the back end, I have Ronald Kent, who's our, you know, I already mentioned he's one of the fastest guys in the state playing corner. And my other corner is Donnell Henriquez, who also has, you know, he has double-digit offers. And my free safety is Ronald Gant, who also plays receiver. Cal Everett on the line, Harrisburg High School, one of the best in uh, in the country, not only one of the best in the state of Pennsylvania, and really come back, uh, a, a great traditional program that you've helped bring back. And I, I read, I, I still call it the Patriot News. I know online it's like penlive.com or whatever the heck it is. But my, 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 my point, you can tell I'm from Pennsylvania. I'm not making this up. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but what I was going to say is there was a, I think it was uh, Wilkerson gave a, a main part of the interview. It was before the season started. And, and, he was talking about what you've done, not only with the players, but the coaching staff. And, and I don't want to leave this interview without, you know, having you kind of talk about, you know, building that staff, your coaches and what they've done to get you guys to this point, because certainly you're getting the interviews. Everybody says it's head coach Cal Everett, but at the end of the day, there's more to it than that. So tell me a little bit about how you did build the staff and, and some of those guys that are doing it for you day in and day out. Um, I mean, the, the biggest thing that I had to do, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, we went through a very, very difficult time. 
uh, one season. And, uh, you know, I tried to do some soul searching. I had to look in the mirror and, you know, start with me. And then from that point on, I had to, uh, you know, I had to look at the guys that were around me, you know. And, uh, and once I did that, I was able to, you know, move on from some guys and, and bring in some other guys that I thought were, you know, uh, more conducive to our program moving forward. And what I was able to do was get guys that, I mean, they're, they're just not great coaches, but they love our kids. They love our program. They want our program to succeed in the worst way. I mean, they do any, they do all the small things, all the little things, you know, to help our kids out, to help our program succeed. So that was the biggest thing. Just surround our kids with, with, with a bunch of great guys that care about them, not just, you know, on the football field and coaching, but they care about them outside you know, their home lives and things of that nature. So that's that's what I think was probably one of the biggest things that I've done the last couple of years. And let's get some of those guys into by name, whether you're OCDC and some of those guys. Because again, I we try to tell stories here, and 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 that's what I said. You get all the it's your voice everybody's hearing, but I'd, I'd like to get some of those names in, just like the kids. So who who are some of those guys so they can smile when they uh, listen to this interview? <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my offensive coordinator is Tim Bobbitt. He's been with me now six years, and he, he does a great job. Uh, you know, very innovative guy. He's always on top of everything. Just does a great job for me. Uh, my defensive coordinator is Jesse Hart. Uh, he's also been with me for five years or so now. He does a great job. He's also our strength and conditioning coach. Uh, he's our, our rah-rah guy, but he does a great job. He cares a lot about our kids. He never, miss, never misses a day. He's here every single day in off season. I mean, every single day. does not miss a day. Uh, then I have George Brown, who's our wide receiver coach. Once again, cares so much about our kids. I mean, take, I mean, they... You know, our coaches, George, they, they take our kids on college visits out of state, I mean, everywhere, and, you know, don't ask for a penny. They just do it out the kindness of their heart. Uh, another coach I have is Juwan Chisholm, who was actually a young man that just graduated from Akron University uh, two years ago, and that's, he was, a, he was a young man that I first coached. My first year coaching, I coached him, and I nice. coached him for three years. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that right there, you know, that means a lot to me to be able to, you know, send him off to school as his position coach and then, you know, bring him back. You know, he even stint with the Steelers, uh, you know, things didn't work out his way. So, you know, he came back home and, and, you know, I immediately called him up and asked him to come on board and help out. He was a little hesitant once he to it last season, you know, there's no turning back now. And, you know, that, you know, that, that's what I love about coaching right there, you know, just to have him on my staff, you know, someone that I, you know, was able to coach, and, and now he's able to do the same thing and give back to, to the kids the same way I did. Uh, also, I have Richard Maudrew, who's our offensive line coach. He does a phenomenal job. Young guy, uh, graduated from uh, Richmond. Uh, he, you know, it's my second year. He's one of the guys that I brought in just two years ago. I brought Richmond, uh, Rich and uh, Juwan in two years ago, and those two additions have been great. Uh, I just recently brought in... Uh, a guy named Ben Mayer, who's uh, uh, he used to coach at Williamsport. He's from Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he played ball down at Florida State for a little while, then Temple University. Uh, and I brought another young guy this year named Rich Rossi, who uh, just graduated from Sacred Heart last year. Does a great job running our special teams. And Ben Ben coaches our defensive line now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I also have uh, Sean Lee. Sean Lee's a Harrisburg guy. Uh, you know he. Played, played here at Harrisburg, and he went to Penn State, was a three-year starter at Penn State University, played uh, strong safety for him, and now he's here. He's been coaching our DBs for the last six, seven years now, and he does a great job. And uh, 
who am I missing here? Oh, my my freshman coaches, uh, Kevin Butts, does a great job running our freshman program, and he helps out the varsity as much as possible, as well as Beyonce Payne Sr., also freshman coach, but helps out with the program, does a great job. Huh? So I think that pretty much sums up my coaching <laughs> staff, and they're, they're, you know, put the coaches to the side, just great men, and they're great for our kids. That's that, the most important thing right there. And that's great to hear, and that's one of the reasons you guys are so successful. We're talking Harrisburg Cougar football tonight. Cal Everett, the head coach there, seventh year, number 80 in the high school football America, top 100. We're going to wrap up here with a, a couple of questions, uh, and I mentioned it earlier, Coach Chomp and all that uh, tradition there at, at Harrisburg High, and you know it, it, it had left for a little bit there, and, and you are part of bringing it back. What's, what's it like? What's the fan base like? What's the feeling in the community on campus? I've got to believe it's it's got to be one of excitement. Oh, it's great. Uh, you know when <laughs> when when you know when the program was going through the tough time. You know it wasn't as fun, but now man, once you know we're, we're doing well, and the community, you know, they rallied behind us. I mean, you heard nothing but great things. The kids, you know, they just you know just seeing things that people constantly post on social media, all the positive. You know, you know, getting the opportunity to meet people from, you know, back when the program was really at, at its peak. You know, they're coming back, and you know, it's just great. It's just a great feeling, and it's great to be a part of Harrisburg right now. Yeah, I bet it is. Cal Everett on the line. Uh, two questions before I let you go. I mentioned this earlier. You guys have had such a great run offensively, defensively, shutting people down. You haven't had kids like you said playing more than you know one or or two quarters, maybe into the start of the second half. Um, conditioning game wise, is that a concern? And if it is or isn't, I mean, how how do you kind of work around that to get ready for the postseason when you are going to have to go for that is that is something that you know that's in the back of my mind at times uh but i do know one thing um you know we practice hard you know we condition hard every practice is is like a game uh so i think that will help us out a little bit but i know there's you, you can't simulate game right you know game speed game conditioning but you know we just try to practice them really hard during practice just to try to, you know, make sure that they're at least conditioned to some point. But that is something that I, that I keep in the back of my head. Uh, so that that's, that is a concern for me. And then, you know, just as we go away here, you know, you want to change that silver last year for a gold this year. What are the things you want to see this team do down the stretch here in the regular season to know that they're ready to go after, you know, something in a deep run into the, the postseason? What are the things you want to see fixed right now? Not that you've had a whole lot go wrong, but what are those things you want to check off <laughs> to make sure they're ready? Well, the biggest thing is uh, the biggest thing is you know we just need to focus on the small things. It's not our talent, it's not our ability. It's just the small things, you know, penalties and things like that. Uh, and and most importantly, we have to you know we have to put people out. You know, we, every day needs to be you know like a it needs to be a business approach. You know, every game it, it's business. You know, it's, we need to go out there take care of our business. That needs to be our mindset. Um, but I think one of the small things that, you know, I've traditionally played us is, you know, is penalties and that's, you know, on the mental, mental side of it. Mm-hmm. So I think we can work on that. I think, uh, you know, we're setting ourselves up to be in pretty good, uh, pretty good shape well coach we really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule a busy busy guy there you're also the athletic director to to kind of shine a light on what you guys are doing there your kids and your coaches and just appreciate (laughs) your time and uh continued success this year and and hopefully uh like i said you get to uh change that silver for a gold thanks for joining us tonight all right thank you jeff take care thanks for having me very welcome taking a break coming back with more this is high school football america
Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can 
can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in. It's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Once again, in 2017, High School Football America and USA Today High School Sports teaming up to give you great national high school football coverage and coverage specifically from Southern California. Check them out at usatodayhss.com. Well, as we promised at the top of the show, we're going to wrap things up here going to uh, West Texas tonight. And a couple of buddies out there uh, hit me up yesterday and said, you know what, can we get on the show here and talk about what uh, what high school football is all about uh, when it comes to uh, the coaching fraternity? And I thought, why not? We've got Jason Strunk, the uh, the author of the Turnaround blog uh, on High School Football America. He's the head coach, as you all know, at Lubbock High School. And this week they uh, play a district game as they will take on Lubbock Cooper, coached by Max Catwinkle. And he's been on the show uh, by himself. But I decided to get these two guys on because Strunk, he's been writing about this for a couple of years, how he and uh, Coach Catwinkle have been and really um, doing some interesting things where they've both spoken in each other's locker rooms uh, and, and, and talked about uh, various things that you don't necessarily have <laughs> opponents doing all the time. And they're both on the line here to talk about their big game coming up and just kind of the, uh, the coaching fraternity that those guys have out there in West Texas in Lubbock. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate Welcome, you having Jeff. Thank you. Yeah, and like I said, Strunky, you kind of you know got it all all started here, and I, I think I'll let you take the lead on the question here. But again, we do have a football game that we're going to discuss and all that. But I really want to kind of focus on what you've been writing about on the blog as it as it relates to your relationship with Cat there, and 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 you know the fact that you've spoken to his players in, in, in his locker room as an opposing coach. Uh, tell me about you know the relationship and how all this kind of got started. Well, I. I got out here in 2011, uh, and at that time, John Wyndham was the uh, head coach out there at Cooper, and, you know, Cat took over a few years later, and from the moment Cat uh, took over, we just kind of clicked and became good friends and uh, just let the relationship build over the years to, uh, to where we're at now, and it's, a, it's an awesome thing. It's one of the reasons I got into uh, coaching high school football. It's about the kids and building relationships with other coaches that are in it for the same reason you are, and that's helping kids, and uh, a few times, like going back a, a few years ago, uh, Cat invited me over to, uh, to his team at a, a playoff dinner, the night before the playoff game. And uh, we've been kind of doing something together each year since then. Um, last year he came over. The week after we played them last year, he came over. We, we needed a, a kick in the rear end to wake us up again. And The week after they beat us, he came over and talked to our kids and showed some plays of our game against Cooper You know, and how much we've improved and, and some good things we've done. We went out and beat Lakeview the next day. So that's uh, that's the kind of relationship we have. It's really neat, and yeah, I returned a favor, went out and spoke a couple times last year. So it's uh, it's really neat. Yeah, I think Cat and I are in for the right reasons. That's why we've clicked, and that's why we have the friendship we have. Yeah, it's it's very different, Max. From your perspective, I mean, what what kind of came to your mind when you you said, "Hey, this might be a good idea." 
just uh, just kind of the same thing uh, Jason was talking about. Uh, you know, you recognize the guys that you you work around and work with, uh, the guys that care about the kids, and Jason's definitely one of those. Uh, you know, saw that uh, immediately, and all the things that he does to not only help his kids on the field but also off the field, and you got to respect that. And you know, one of the things I when I talked to his team that day, one of the things I walked out of that, that locker room and that facility was that was the most respectful and good group of kids that I have ever spoken to. And, uh, you know, that comes from the top and that comes from Jason and, uh, man, you know, definitely just want to associate with people like that. Talking to Max Catwinkle, head coach at Lubbock Cooper in West Texas, along with Jason Strunk, uh, author of the the blog, The Turnaround, the head coach at Lubbock High School. They're going head-to-head on, on the field this week. So I guess uh, I'll stick with you, Max. And, and you know, you, you guys do have this good friendship, but you, somebody wants to double you uh, <laughs> this week. Uh, do you guys treat it a l- little bit differently? Do you hang up on him if he calls or ignore his text or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. You know, every, every coach is competitive and uh, – uh, but and you want to win, uh, but you also uh, you know it's it's it, it's more about the you know it's more than wins, and uh, you, you've got to win to keep the job, obviously, and you do your best to prepare. But uh, you do you treat it like any other game. You're going to do your best to try to try to win with the X's and O's. But uh, what what makes this one just a little bit more special? You know, you got. Uh, uh, a team you're playing a team that plays the game the right way uh it's it's a bunch of mutual respect not only between coaching staffs but the kids on the field you know their their team i have they they play the, the game the right way they're they hit you hard and uh they help you up and uh it's on to the next play and you know they're going to come hard every play and so uh it's a lot of fun it's and you know no, it's no different. Uh, we don't ignore each other during this week. Uh, and matter of fact, you know, our our families had dinner together this last Saturday night. So it's been a it's a fun week to prepare for. Yeah, and and Strunky mentioned that in the blog that he wrote the other day. So so Strunky, tell me a little bit about that. I mean, it it, it extends beyond uh, you know the the coaching staffs and the and, and the players going head to head. I mean, uh, uh, what what do you guys talk about? Uh, maybe I should be talking to Tracy, your wife, about uh, what what y'all talked about at dinner the other night. But uh, breaking <laughs> breaking bread together that's a, that's a little different too. This is one big happy family. It's all in the family yeah. without Archie Bunker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, couldn't handle Archie today. <laughs> couldn't happen. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's one of those things where it just so happens that our uh, bye weeks line up to each other. Uh, we're both off at the same time, and it's hard to get away. Um, you know, when you're not on a bye week, so our bye weeks line up, and it was one of those things we talked about earlier because we always get together before the season, and then we go through the season. And this year, we say, well, let's do dinner over the bye week, and that's what we did. And, Went to a local place here and had some good pizza. And Jeff, I'm going to tell you, it's the kind of pizza that you find on the East Coast. It's the closest thing to it. So that that was good. It was fun. It's a great spot. And to tell you the truth, we uh, very rarely talked about football. So, I mean, (laughs) talked about some other things, you know, other things going on in life. And and that's nice. It's a good escape. And, uh, yeah, we're playing each other, but I didn't even think about it uh, that night. I won't even think about it until uh, tomorrow. You know, it's just one of those things where I show up and I'm always more loose before the games than cat, you know, cats, cats tense. I'm always uh, a little <laughs> looser. So I get them wound up before the game. And the, uh, we go to the locker room, we come out and we just play the game. And it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Like cat said, uh, the mutual respect between both teams make this, it makes it fun. It's a fun week. I really enjoy 
playing love with Cooper. They do it the right way. Um, it's good for our communities too. I was talking, you know, I texted his offensive coordinator yesterday and wished him good luck. And I said, so it was good seeing you yesterday at a, a meeting we were at. And he said, Hey, I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. It's always good to go against a guy that does it the right way. So that means a lot to me. Our staffs have mutual respect. Um, it's just a good thing out here. And I think the way we do things, kids can really see this and learn more from this than they can any win they get on the field. You know, they're really seeing how, how life works, relationships you build, and people looking to help each other out. No, well said. Uh, talking with Max Catwinkle, head coach at Lubbock Cooper in West Texas, and Jason Strunk of Lubbock High. They're going at it in a district game this week. And, and Kat, um, maybe we can build off of that. One of the things that, that I've discovered, and, and, and obviously Strunk, he's a transplant there. We're both from Pennsylvania. But in my time there uh, with you guys, sometimes with you and, and some of your, your colleagues, I, it, it's always impressed me. And I, I try to tell this to a lot of the, the coaches around the country. While the profession, the fraternity is great, it's Strong. Texas just does it a little bit differently. And I'm not talking about the big stadiums and the big crowds. I'm just talking about the way uh, coaches are, are treated and, and the profession, the way you guys handle yourselves. Maybe it would be good for, because we have so many coaches that listen here, just to talk about your experience and, and the way you feel and the way you approach your job as a, you know, a, a leader of young men there and a, and a high school football coach. Is there a way to put that in the words for them? Well, I just think you, you know, you've got to model the, the behavior that, you know, hopefully that you want them to carry with them and as, as going into adulthood. And, you know, that's, that's the thing, you know, Strunky and I come from such different backgrounds, you know, um, and that that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of our country. You know, everybody's coming from different situations. Everybody has different beliefs and, and, uh, you know, and, and that's the beauty of it. That's one of the things that draw has drawn us together, just our different backgrounds. And, and you, I'm very respectful of, of, uh, where, you know, he came from and how he grew up. And, you know, it's just, if you can, if you can show your, your kids that, you know, that, man, that, those are things that they can take with them and, and life. And, uh, that's, that's really, I think our society needs a dose of that, you know, respect other people's opinions and, uh, you know, just, uh, even if they're different from you, mm-hmm. you know, and we, we all have things in common. So I, I just think those are good, good teaching points. And, uh, man, I, think our society needs more of that yeah i couldn't say it any better than you did uh strunky i know you've talked about it on the show before and written about it um you, you know what it's like to to get there this is one of your goals to get to texas and and you, you brag about right. um not being there but you brag about the way texas does it right when it comes to the sport whether it's the sport itself or, or the coaching profession and all that so um maybe since it's been a while since you talked about that what what were some of the things and it probably you know ties into your meeting cat what were some of the things that were, were were different to you, you know, having coached in Pennsylvania or Purdue or high school in Florida? Right. Yeah, when, when you're talking comparing high school to high school uh, from different states to Texas, uh, it's a lot different. And we, we had a meeting yesterday with our UIL director over at Plains Capital Park, uh, Susan Elza. And one of the things she said when she was talking to us, she said, this is the greatest football state in the United States with the best coaches. And she said, why? She said, why were the best coaches? And the reason is because we're a professional organization. You know, every coach in that room is a certified teacher, and we've been certified to coach. And, and she laid it all out as to what makes Texas so good and why we're the best. And I really believe that. From a professional organizational standpoint, nobody comes close to the way Texas does it. Um, it's just it's phenomenal. Um, and I, I think 
I have a, a better understanding of it and a great perspective on it because I've coached in different states uh, as compared to guys who haven't coached in other states. They have it great here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can't, I can't say that enough because I've seen what it's done. I mean, I was a head coach at a 5A school in Florida. I was teaching six periods a day of honors history um, out of the eight-period school day, you know, as a head coach. Um, that doesn't happen here in, in Texas. It, it's done the right way. Um, it's set up the right way. And like Kat was saying, you know, coming out here, my, my background is so different um, than everybody else out here, really. Uh, and like Kat said, it, it, it's what makes our world great. Different personalities, different upbringings, different backgrounds. The experiences I've been through in life, I, I've shared with his team. Um, and then vice versa. You know, I think it's really neat to get out here and, and talk to different coaches from, from the various backgrounds because uh, I'm not from West Texas. And the one thing you know, Fish, from the time I set foot out here, I've been real respectful about Texas high school football. Yep. Not stepping on toes, not going out of my way. I mean, I, 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 I'm honored to be here. And I'm going to sit down, I'm going to listen to people, I'm going to respect people. And that's what I've done. I've learned from guys like Kat. And I've taken that. Because I have to do it the right way. I'm an outsider. I just can't come in here and ruffle feathers and, you know, and do all that stuff. So I kind of sit back and, and learn from a lot of people. And Kat's one of those guys I look to. And he's helped me out tremendously here. Great uh, chat tonight with uh, Jason Strunk and Max Catwinkle. They're going to go head-to-head coming up here in a day. And uh, go back to you, Max. Uh, Strunky, uh, we can all joke a little bit. Strunky's a bit odd. I mean, when he comes out to Laguna Beach, i gotta, I got to prepare the council to, you know, this, this guy from wherever he is is coming in here. So uh, with, with that as the, the lead joke on the question, um, he said, you know, you're, you're a little bit uh, more wound up and, and he's trying to get you wound up and all that. Uh, what, what, what does he do to you before the game? Does he come over with a joke a bad line just get under your skin what's he trying to do to you <laughs> oh it's, it's usually something different every year you know we, we get around and, you know i told them we were going to run the wishbone last year and, uh, been working on that yep yep but uh you yep. know it's uh, uh it, it's just uh yeah i get i don't know that i'm more wound up than him it's just our, our personalities are different but we always have a good time before the game and, and joke around and it's it's, it's good fun so, so going into it then, Strunky, uh, I'll wrap up with a couple of questions here. Uh, because you know each other so well, do you try and sandbag? Would you ever go to the wishbone just to mess with them? What, <laughs> how do you go at a good guy that you, that, that you know pretty well? No, Give away the game plan right now. Give it away. Give the first 10 plays. <laughs> I, I, may, uh, I may line our kids up in formation on the field and take a picture and say, new offense installed this week and put it on Twitter. I and mean, I may do that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's jacking around, but uh, no, nah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't do that. Um, he knows what we're going to do. We're going to go over there and we're going to play hard and do our thing. Um, and usually, what I do, and since the three of us are on the line, I mean, you can only imagine the amount of Seinfeld one-liners we throw at each other. You know, so I'm sure I'll get over there at night and call him Banya or something, or talk about an Armani suit and Mendy's. Who knows? Uh, it'll be something fun uh, to kick the game off and. Yesterday, they told me they're rotating eight quarterbacks this week at, at lunch. So, it's like, wow, man, eight. So, they're trying to hey, get I'll wound up. It, it, it's that. good. It's fun. <laughs> Great you're stuff. You're going to rotate all eight. <laughs> hey, you never know. Never know. So, you see, it's a lot of fun. It's fun. 
Yeah, no, it is. And and before we go, uh, obviously, uh, Strunky's been on the show before, but Max, uh, we've had a lot of fun talking about relationships, but you know me on the show here. I want to try and, you know, uh, prop up the kids a little bit here with, with some names in that. Uh, I know you're, you're four and one going into it. Tell me a little bit about this team this year. Describe it to me, to, to the listeners as well, and some of the kids that you're proud of that are doing it on the field, whether it's, you know, uh, what, how they're playing or just leadership wise. Well, we're just, uh, we're, you know, we're kind of a young team. We graduated a bunch last year and uh, got some young guys filling in and kind of going through the ropes right now and, and learning how to play under the lights on uh, on Friday night, you know, and uh, that's been kind of a it's a stressful thing as a coach, but it's also a fun thing to see them grow up a little bit. Uh, you know, we have some good leadership with Elijah Boyd, our running back, coming back, and uh on the defensive side, you know, Jake Kirkpatrick is a, is a good leader for us. And those are good kids that have played before and uh, proud of them and proud of the young guys stepping in and filling some big roles that, uh, from guys that have gone on. Talking with Max Catwinkle and Jason Strunk here, and we'll give uh, Strunky the last word just because otherwise he'll he'll whine all week, uh, Coach. So uh, anyway, <laughs> what what give give us a little synopsis? Uh, I, you, you got that W early, that that exciting overtime victory, right. uh, and, and you've written about you know while the the scores haven't necessarily been the way you are, this is a special group of kids you have there. Tell me a little bit about the progress since we had you on two or three weeks ago. Well, it's a, a great group of kids like we have every year. They show up, they work hard, they're blue-collar. Um, they do everything you ask them to do. And we're we're 52 strong in that locker room. Uh, we're all in it together. You know, sure, we'd like to be 4-1 right now, but the reality of it is we're 1-4. And, and I'm always teaching life lessons and, and so forth, and I always tell kids, say, look, I wish I had a million dollars in my bank account, just like you wish you guys were 4-1. Were you know, the question is, what are you going to do to work for it? You know, how are you going to respond? How are you going to respond when life is, is tough? You're going to fold the tent. You're going to keep fighting. So we may be one in four, but our kids approach it like, hey, we're 0-0. Each week's a new week. Let's go get a W. Um, they're fun to be around. Just uh, there's so many things I wish I could talk about and, and, and share our story and the, and the different things we do with these guys. It's just uh, they mean a lot to me. They're good. Um, a lot of them, you know, don't come from much. Uh, I was talking to a player the other day. His sister uh, is battling cancer. Um, it's just him and his mom taking care of her. her the, the dad's in prison. I mean, you're just we have stories like that all over. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why mm-hmm. they need guys like me and Kat in this profession to show them the way and, and do everything we can for them off the field because that's just as important as, as on the field stuff. So I love the Westerners. I bleed black and gold. It's, it's a great group of kids, man, and I'm just honored to be here coaching them. Well, gentlemen, it's been fun to have you on the line here together. I, I've, I've said this before, and I say it all the time. Uh, fans are tough out there, and uh, as I've said to them, you know, uh, if you've never walked in a high school football coach's shoes, the hours and, and, and all that, you don't understand it. And more importantly, what you said at the end, Strunky, is true, and I'm sure Max has the same sort of stories, which is you guys are really second dads, and in some oh, yeah. cases, first dads. So I appreciate both of your time right. uh, on the show. And uh, Max, you know what, just to, to tick Strunky off, if you have anything to close with, because you should get the last word, just to just to get under his skin before the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the high road here. <laughs> well, guys, we appreciate. Hey, I'm, I'm that gonna, some kind I'm of gonna, sideways uh, short this. joke. <laughs> and no, no, I, I'm going to tell you this though: that uh, of all the Seinfeld characters, Strunky yeah. is Kramer. 
I'm no George. Yeah, no, you're, you're not. You don't even look like him. I think I'm going to tweet that out here during the show to show people exactly what it's like. Anyway, guys, hey, enjoy the game tomorrow night. You know, thank thank you for taking the time. This has been a lot of fun. I think you've you've give, given people a real good inside look that there's more to X's and O's and games and all that. So thanks, and have a good game tomorrow night. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you, Evan. Hey. Uh, Yep, there'll be a new blog tonight, Jeff, from me, and and Kat wrote one as well, so I'll be sending it along to you. Oh, that's cool. I bet you his is going to be a little bit more uh, grammatically correct. Uh, i got to change yours a whole lot. No, I'm just teasing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Probably, Oh, wait, I got the... I'm from the East Coast. I know. I I just got the last word in. Thanks, guys. We'll talk soon. (laughs) Thank you. No problem. It's Jason Strunk and uh, Max Catwinkle uh, going at each other tomorrow night there in uh, West Texas in Lubbock. And I want to thank both of them for coming on. As Strunky said, uh, both uh, will have a blog tonight, as they've been doing over the last couple of years. You can check it out uh, at the turnaround at highschoolfootballamerica.com. And don't forget to uh, also check out the new blog started this year by Coach Scott Valise at uh, Oñate High School in uh, New Mexico. It's called A New Era, and he's been doing some great stuff up there that you can find at highschoolfootballamerica.com. want to also thank our other two guests on the show, Cal Everett, the head coach at uh, Harrisburg High School in Pennsylvania, number 80 in the High School Football America Top 100, and uh, Lane Hatcher, congratulations to uh, him, 745 yards passing last week uh, against um, uh, Little Rock Christian uh, Pulaski Academy, ranked number 67 in the High School Football America Top 100. Big games tonight in the Top 100. Follow them live at highschoolfootballamerica.com, our live scoreboard powered by ScoreStream. Just go to highschoolfootballamerica.com, click on scores. You see two things there. You'll get a live Top 100 scoreboard. You'll also get our state-by-state live scoreboard. The best place to get your high school football scores all weekend long is at highschoolfootballamerica.com. Again, a reminder, tomorrow night, we will be live on Facebook. No scoreboard show this week. We will be live at the big game here in Southern California. California, number one, top-ranked, modern day, the Monarchs taking on number 15, St. John Bosco, should be a dandy. Again, it's facebook.com forward slash high school football America. Just like us there, and you'll be able to follow everything that we do from the pregame right through the game. It should be fun. Live video coming up uh, tomorrow from Southern California at High School Football America's Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter, HSFB America is the handle and that is going to do it for tonight's show uh, don't forget new brand new high school football america top 100 we come out before anybody does that will be on sunday we always do it somewhere around noontime pacific time at highschoolfootballamerica.com for now this is jeff fisher saying good night and good sports from southern california you've been listening to america's favorite high school football talk show high school football america